0: 5, four, 3, two, one. This is the Chop Up. Trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. <laughs> What's really real, Chop Up Nation? It's your boy, George Lee,
1: a.k.a. Conscious Lee. Don't forget the Lee, and y'all already know who I'm with. Your boy, the plug in the building. I'm back with my people. You feel me? Your boy Damo was good with y'all, man.
2: What's going on, everybody? It's your girl Tia G. Back at it. We back in the building. Two separate buildings, but buildings nonetheless. Yeah. Doing the whole top up situation from California all the way to Oklahoma. From Oklahoma all the way back. Y'all know what it is. We are here. Yeah,
1: yeah. You
0: know, yeah. as 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 I hope. All y'all' been missing on us you know what i'm saying we we took a little bit of a of a of a little break I guess well, a lot of us was getting a lot of travels in i know I was traveling yeah. in i know a little hiatus. Traveling in. you know uh yeah hiatus that's the word I should use uh you know damo uh just just a little, a little quick to let people know what, what what we've been up to for the past month month and a half since we ain't did a episode in
1: that long. Well, shit, y'all been more, like, active and productive than me. I mean, the Bay Camp, the Bay Camp,
2: the Bay Camp. Shout out to the state of Texas, city of Austin, the University of uh, Texas specifically. Also to the WDI, the Women's Bay Institute, holding it down at the Audubon uh, Natural Resource Center. Uh, Every summer we go out there in the middle of nowhere, get bit up, get stung up. But it's a great time of, um, you know, community building, uh, knowledge building, knowledge production, all of that fun stuff definitely definitely definitely
1: definitely so we had a good time yeah 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 i've been out here i've been working you feel me uh putting out more videos make sure y'all follow your boy at the political plug on instagram you feel me y'all still let me say y'all still talking yeah, about yes it's our friend chris Muhammad. <laughs> man, yeah. yeah right, what all up right, what up right. chris
2: Coming on our show, uh, tripping. Thank, thank you for joining it's the good show. It's to see you again, little brother. But yeah, follow
1: me at The Political Plug on Instagram. If you ain't following me already, you know, I've been dropping information, dropping knowledge. You know what I mean? That's grinding, working. Yep. You feel me?
2: And we back on that inspirational encouragement grind. Higher definition, LEC. You already know what it is. Uh... Leadership and empowerment, yo It's a relationship in between the two Talk to me and let me talk to you about how that look And what that look like Yeah You already know
1: That's what's up
2: Alright, anyway Let's go ahead and jump into the business We got a lot to talk about uh, George already kind of put y'all on at the beginning uh, To what it is and what it ain't If you ain't already hip and you missed the intro Go ahead and just tune in We about to have some great conversations In and out like that We know it's late this Thursday night But let's go ahead Who going first?
1: Uh, George Please. Why is yeah. you babysitting? Yeah, <laughs> man. babysitting You know what I'm saying now You don't babysit your own kids
0: you know what I'm saying? they years. <laughs> you feel me? You know what Yeah, saying? whatever parents, you call it, it's the same. Yeah, shit. I'm just, I'm I got the same to, job. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to. Now, nah, you get you know well, what you get? I don't get paid to do my job. One costs you, I pay to do my job. I I, 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 I to do my job But you know what I'm saying We're trying to to get it in We're starting a little late As as everybody knows There's been a lot of tragedy That's hit our country in the past week or two Um, We've had multiple mass shootings From El Paso To Gilroy To Chicago To Houston To Dayton, Ohio Um, Multiple different things to kind of unpackage um, a lot of things that's been kind of taking the airways, a lot that's taken over the media. Um, Donald Trump just today was, I think, at, at, at a few of the places, at Dayton, Ohio, and at El Paso, doing some visiting. Uh, my first question to people, um, to people in the comments, and to, uh, and, uh, uh, and to y'all, uh, the first uh, the first mass shooting that happened that's kind of dominated, dominated the headlines uh, has been the uh, El Paso shooting where uh, the idea of mental illness and white nationalism or white supremacy has been brought in to question. Uh, my question to y'all, uh, can we say that white nationalism is a mental illness? Why or why not?
2: Oh. You want to go for it? Uh, I think... Eh, I don't know. I can answer quicker than that. No, 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 no,
1: no. White, like... White, like that—that that white nationalism, that dangerous ass shit. That shit is cultural. You feel me? Now it's people with certain degrees of yep. mental illness mm-hmm. that carry out this shit. But you got to remember, though, it's like this is the—these the shootings are the extreme forms of violence. You feel me? Right. But forms <laughs> of This type of like white supremacy, white privilege plays out on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like, nah, you, you don't associate the, the 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 cultural justification that these shooters have with, you know, their ability or the, to the extent in which they will pull some shit off like that. You feel me? I'm going to disagree
2: cr- with you, but in a way that I think still accounts for what you're saying. Because Mm-mm. you don't want to scapegoat mental illness, right, in the context of white nationalism and try to homogenize a lot of that stuff. But at the same time, I think it's fair to say that White nationalism is mental illness largely because you have not only pinpointed a group of people, have fixated on them, have become so kind of filia. Or phobic about them That you now want to eradicate them right. But you decide to materialize and act on that Here's the thing about classifying some As a mental illness though Even people who have mental illnesses will tell you That doesn't justify you acting out problematic shit And doing problematic shit So I have yeah. no problem saying white nationalism Is a mental illness That those people need yeah. to be seen That there's a clinicism that can happen That they can be yeah. classified Without saying that that, is, that excuses or justifies their behavior yeah. I'm comfortable doing that yeah, I think
1: the I think the mental illness question is more of like when we talk about on a person to person basis. But again, when we talk about like that, that type of white nationalism, that type of shit, that's cultural, right? Like yeah. now the what what sparks like that action, right? Like some of these niggas ain't it, it, it's not about you know uh, mental illness. It's literally about this is what they feel to be true. Like the same thing about niggas in the street, like niggas. It's a shootout, you know what I'm saying? Somebody get killed, three people get shot at a party, whatever. Ain't nobody going to be like, oh, you know, them young men, they, they, there was something wrong with them mentally. Nah, yeah. like, they had a justification for what they did, you feel me? Just like these niggas feel like this is the right, like this is what needs to happen. And to the, to the degree in which you will carry it out, is the same uh, it's still the same spectrum but I, mean, I think I'm I I hey, willing to I'm willing, willing to talk about
0: white nationalism as psychopathology I'm willing to talk about it from that standpoint but I do think that it is a little bit ableist in terms of always when white people decide to go murder so try to like basically act irrational you feel me um, that they kind of bring out the idea that it's a mental illness. I think it, I think it places a stigmatization on people that actually have to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? On a day to day basis. And not only when they decide they, they, they had enough niggas or enough Mexicans or enough Jews today. And they, you know what I'm saying? If in the, if in the pop it open or, you know what I'm saying? In some instance, enough LGBT. So, you know, that's, I guess that's my two cents on the question.
2: That's fair. I mean, I think Dennis asked the question is evil and mental is because these white people, people, these white men, are evil. And I answered the question like this I still think, in the context of evil, evil is one of those arbitrary words that means different things to different people. We can't really clarify, right. we can't really define it. So, what's evil to you might not be evil to somebody, else, but somebody else, which is Face why my subjective. litmus test for evil is killing somebody. Which is makes you <laughs> mentally ill, right? If you get to the point of a lack of stability where you feel like in somebody's life is a solution to something, I even give you a, a juxtaposing example. People get off in court all the time by saying, you know, I was uh, uh, inca- mentally incapacitated. I didn't act as myself when I did a certain thing, right? That's a defense people use to say I was not mentally capable of making this decision, but I made it anyway because all I was right, incapacitated so that's in some okay. way. So I think your metric for evil is killing. And your metric for mental illness is getting mad enough about the existence of somebody that you're willing to take their life. I think that means you are out of your damn mind. And that okay. can be in the context of this racially, it could be in domestic issues, it could be in terms of like, yeah, you don't got it all together if you lose, you take somebody else's life.
1: So, this is the question I have for y'all Is colonialism a mental illness? Uh,
0: yes, yes. and no. I think yes no. like,
2: we, we here's the thing. I think I've made an important distinction between a mental illness and how we have to care about or orient ourselves toward the instability of some of these behaviors. I'm not saying coddle the notion of settler colonialism because I'm calling it a mental illness. I'm saying there has to be a level of psychological instability, cultural, culturally influenced, socially influenced, or not, that leads you to be violent to other people. I don't think. We're necessarily predisposed to be that way, which is why I think you gotta be fucked up to do fucked up shit.
1: I mean, <laughs> but saying somebody, <laughs> but like, I'm saying. saying, somebody is fucked up is different from. I mean, it's because it's varying degrees of fucked up. And I think because I think George is right. I, I think bringing the question of mental illness into the conversation it 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 convolutes it because it complicates. It's it, it complicates uh, White uh, Like you know Like that type of White nationalism mm-hmm. And just the danger Of it Because like As we talk about Like mental illness Makes people dangerous No White nationalism You feel me Like whiteness White privilege White supremacy mm-hmm. That shit makes people dangerous You feel me See, And to <laughs> say Like Cause the question is Like I said It's it's on a spectrum Varying degrees You feel me So Definitely. That's why was just like yeah. I mean as much as I wanna be like Yeah I feel you Toya Like I you just I just you don't, I, just don't th- I, I don't think those convers I don't think these conversations need to be together. You feel me?
2: To yeah, Dennis said, eh, "That's it. see, that's the slope to commit genocide. You be mentally ill, right?" Yeah, what <laughs> I'm gonna say. Yeah. Hey, see, like yeah, I, just- that's
0: what I think. Say, mm-hmm. say, can y'all bring me on real fast, man? Hey, I, I wish we could.
2: I think I want I want to come. I don't
1: know. Wouldn't that when we lose each other? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how that shit works. oh uh, um, yeah, yeah,
0: down, yeah, down. Let you bring two people on at a time. That's it. But uh, so out, so man. with 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 mental illness being a thing that has kind of framed the actual shit narrative of what's going on in El Paso in, in terms of gun violence in this instance, uh, how do y'all feel about the lack of? the lack of conversation of mental illness when it comes to places like Chicago or like Houston
2: I mean I think it's fast as fascinating as it is it is as fascinating as it is predictable right there are no prolific ro- robust conversations about the conditions of black people and what might have caused them right like we literally know there are people who are literally like in our genes there is encoded trauma and there's no connection between that and how incarceration works and how healthcare works. And, and you know what I'm saying? But in scientific data has said that, but it was a blip on the news feed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, literally some shit I just came across on Facebook that I was just like, well, damn. We have been, pre, you know, internally predisposed. We've had
1: that conversation. You know what
2: I'm saying? But, like, th- think about shit like that and how that had, this had zero impact on... Any of the other infrastructures or institutions of this society and how yeah. they relate to black people, so
1: or like or just the fact that the conversation of like like I said, the conversation we've had before about how black people are predisposed to PTSD, yeah. but we still live in these fucked up environments and still have these crazy <laughs> encounters with the police. None of that is factored into the national narrative of uh, of. Gun violence, as it pertains to Black communities, right? You feel me? So that's why we shouldn't allow the ne- because I think it's a, I think, it's I, a, think, it's I, a, think it's I think I think the reason, reason why we're not
0: afforded it though I think th- I think it's a unique reason of why we're not afforded it because we're always seen as being pathologized in a way where we always crazy as shit anyway. So, 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 so when black people act irrational it's seen as, that's what black people are supposed to do, black people are irrational, therefore when they act irrational, there should be no justification for it, that it's black people doing what a black person do, therefore we need to lock that nigga up, it kind of reminds me of a Paul Mooney joke, you know what I'm saying, Paul Mooney was like, you know, uh, a white man, you know what I'm saying, to say, you know, I have multiple personalities, you know what I'm saying, they'll say, oh, for white men, like, oh, that's that's you know, that uh, uh, that's a rare case, we have to study it, you know what I'm saying when a black person go and do the it, same thing it's like I have much personalities just be like pick one nigga cause somebody knows some time, somebody gonna go to jail, you feel me? And it's just to me that like to me it's a very funny joke, but it illustrates how mental health mental mental health is never afforded to black people when it comes to like literally having grief or having pain or acting out in pain or acting out in grief. And only white people are afforded it and I you know always and I was already give an excuse for it. You know,
2: and I think what becomes so diabolical about that is that this particular uh, either experience a PTSD or this grafting on the DNA of trauma like manifests itself in different stages of our lives in different ways. you know what I'm saying, from levels of you know adolescence and being in school and the, our ability to thrive in certain environments, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that to you know our life and our health and how we like literally live and develop as people who strengthen our communities literally at every stage of our existence. It's some shit that's important that just does not get calculated into why, how, and what can explain, uh, you know, black reality and black existence. Well,
1: why? you know what? Because I think <clears throat> it's important to uh, to highlight that we're talking about the damn narrative, right? We're not talking about what's actually happening because we like that's we we talk about that when we talk about niggas. but when we talk about like including conversation of mental illness into these into this this type of violence, we talking about narrative. And I feel like that's the problem with the narrative is that we allow that to become a part of the narrative instead of nipping that shit in the bud and being like, fuck that. You feel me? I mean, I don't think we allow
2: anything. Uh,
0: to. But, 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 but in terms of like, I like, that in terms of what? For like white people being able to get off and saying they, you know what I'm saying? We're health? just
1: allowing, allowing it to become convoluted by begging the question cuz like i feel like 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 yeah on a, on a personal level like on like that particular nigga he it, it may have been something off possibly but the culture that created him you feel me is but it has become i don't want to say more prevalent but but it's become more radicalized it's become more violent you feel me like niggas when we say that niggas uh uh like niggas who blow themselves up from on planes like jihadists that's mental illness you yeah. feel me they already have it in them. Yeah, yeah, it's a I'm question of like radicalization. Y'all already, y'all already it, you know what I mean, and I'm, that's and that's rationalized. You know I, mean?
2: I mean, but in the same, I, I yeah. here's the thing, and I'm not trying to ride for mental illness. Well, the realities of how mental illness works. Not all of it is genealogically coded. The same way PTSD is not. It's something that's acquired through experience. You know what I'm I saying? So i just I, i'm still willing to flirt with the idea that the same way you can be indoctrinated the same way cults can have you on some whole different shit is how things can happen to you yeah. if you can experience particular things and that results in a rearranging of your particular psychological or emotional capacity to make good decisions that's all i'm saying yeah just the same way yeah anything else does the same way ptsd comes upon you yeah based on some type of experience that you had so
0: yeah that's the reason why that's the, that's the reason why i sound willing to have the conversation about it being a mental illness certain in terms of a like a sociopathology you know what i'm saying like a, you know what i'm saying like a, a sociopath you feel me type shit like i think that from that from from that lens i think that i'm willing to give it some credence but i think that for me any other lens i feel like it's, it's almost kind of a bit Ableist because we never have the conversation of mental health until a able until an able-bodied, you know what I'm saying? Shit, a uh, white man that's you know what I'm saying lost in the south of so white supremacy is deciding that he want other people to drown in his drip too. You feel me? So shit, he started drenching everybody. You feel me? And his drip of drown for everybody. You know what I mean? Like shit, that to me is wild. Uh, Dr. Dancy says white supremacist institutions use mental illness as a way to distract our focus from. From white supremacy, while white supremacy is a white psychosis, as Tony Morrison said, R.I.P., said it is strangely of no interest that U.S. psychology. Institutions that treat people for white institutions, I lost that. he wrote me a little paragraph, wrote me a little paragraph, I forgot what what it was, institutions don't treat people for white supremacists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping into it, no, I I people I for white
2: it, because it is normalized and threatens power interests. For me, this is actually evidence of mass psychosis, but not depression or anxiety. Black uh, are blacks are more likely and should be more likely to experience these, but still largely do not kill in mass. White men do that, so we must talk about the psychosis of white supremacy patriarchy. Exactly, like I I, I agree one thousand percent. Right, yeah, I don't yeah. think that we should toy with the idea of mental illness so much to the extent that it becomes a justification for how institutions have been built and steeped in the ability for white men to do wild shit um i'm just saying that i think the hat tip to tony morrison is important right that there is a collective psychological because yeah. and, and what, what makes it fucked up is that then how do we kind of check back against some of these terrorist attacks that are happening by white men and is that is that yeah. Checkups. I don't know what y'all need to do. I don't maybe I need to go in. See, 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 to, do see to me how I
0: see it. Is, see to me how I see it is uh I think that it makes us have to have a better a better analysis of what the hell Trump got going on because there is a like a, a preconditioned culture that made it necessary or that made it rational, you feel me, for a Donald Trump or for a El Paso shooter or for a Dayton Ohio shooter to come about, that it was a particular culture that literally cultivated or conditioned this mindset and these actions to be seen as being justified for the one killing some motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I think that we have to really take into account the space and place that we are in and, and, and not only that we're in, that we have been in. I think, shout out to Kenfo Collective. I feel like she had a, a great hot tape that was just saying, like, shit, we've been having mass shootings. We had mass shootings in Clinton. We had mass shootings in Obama. We had mass shootings, you know what I'm saying, here under Trump. And shit, it's basically kind of a, a hasty characterization to hold make on, it hold like you on. Shit, but, Trump but you know, but you know I got to you you know know push, you know push back on that. You know I got
1: to push back on that. And this is why, right? If you look at the frequency... Of these types of mass shootings, you cannot say that we had these types, this type of these type of mass shootings under Obama. I think that's lazy, bro. Like, I mean, it sounds the rhetoric is cool; Agreed. it creates a good narrative. But to ignore the unique relationship that Trump has with radicalizing these these white folk, because I, I think they, you do that I mean, to they, your they own shot detriment. Out, you
2: know what I'm saying? Like, I think like niggas, Yikes. literally, like that's that's the exact like.
1: We wasn't they hearing like we weren't like, hearing like, like, like okay. oh, Bush. Like, yeah, yeah, like President Bush inspired me to nah, that wasn't the perspective. Yeah. It was like, you know, if if it was hate crimes against Muslims. I think I think it it's like, a way to do both. I think I think it's I think
0: it's a way to you know what I'm saying, be like shit, that there is some unique I have read some studies that show that literally everywhere that Donald Trump did a rally, that literally the hate we crimes we show about it. Nigga. Show. Go watch the old you know episodes, saying? you exactly.
1: Feel me? Exactly. Affair. Go watch the old
0: episodes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So, so we've already we've already did that. But I do think that that we ha- we have always had a culture within America that has had a frequency of having like mass shootings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I and I think there is a way to have a like overall cultural analysis that's able to take into account like a non-Trump presidency to show how this mantra of white supremacy or white nationalism has been something. And it's just like, shit, they was already kind of like the, the, the shit, the fuel. You know what I'm saying? They already had the fuel. They was already on the fumes and shit. I can... I, I wouldn't say metaphorically that you know, Trump was the match that lit the fuel that justified and made these white people feel like, yeah, I'm finna go ride six hours, ten hours or six hours from Dallas to El Paso, Texas. People that don't live in Texas, that's far as shit. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like this dude was determined. He had ample amount of time to change his mind and decide, like, you know what? I ain't going to drive all the way to El Paso. I'm going to do something else. He drove all the way to El Paso because, shit, he knew there was going to be a whole bunch of Mexicans over there. And he had to shit. we all know what happened. Yeah, I mean, that.
1: I'm going to say this and then, and we, can, and we can move forward, you feel me? I, I I mean, I think it's, again, I'll say this a million times. I think it's lazy to ignore the polit- the nuance of our particular political, you know, situation. Like I, I think it's important because this type of radicalization really it, it's after like post Obama it makes sense, but it's actually it, it's a, it's a, it's a certain danger to it that we can't ignore. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because this could it, this is the type of shit that could that that snowballs that becomes you see like that it's like copycat shooters, copycat killers, all of that shit. You feel me? So yeah, yeah. you know like I see I seen I seen some today that a
0: white dude got away with Uh uh. Like another white man, pretty much got away with showing up to a Walmart again, but he showed up with the bulletproof vest and the assault rifle, and he said he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I was trying to put it up on a laptop to get wow. the exact location, but it happened like today, literally. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that can we can segue into the last question about these uh, mass shootings is uh, like if if say you were given the platform, or like say you was able to come on Fox News and they was talking to you specifically about policing. What would y'all say about the differences in how the police are able to uh, very peacefully apprehend mass killers versus being versus being able to apprehend very peacefully and alive, you know what I'm saying, unarmed black people? Like, what would y'all, like, if you had the platform on Fox News and he was talking to Bill O'Reilly. you know what I'm saying? Like, how would y'all talk about to them, about, you know what I'm saying, to, to police? Like, how would y'all talk to that white man about uh, this specifically? I
2: think... I would simply point to um, an experience in recent mass shooting culture um, or or, or, a part of a narrative of one of the experiences of it that I cannot get out of my head that I've literally thought about on a regular basis. (laughs) And somebody tweeted it, you know, shout out to my Twitter looks Um, and my soul, my soul did this tweet because it's so true. It's random times I've driven, I've been driving, it's random times I've been eating, it's random times, you know, I'm just going about my day and I think about the fact that the police took Dylan Roof without hurting him to Burger King on the way to like I think about that shit a lot like it's a haunting thought and I don't know why. I mean, I know why. It's disrespectful, it's disrespectful, it's utterly morally and morally reprehensible, it's unfathomable. It's hard to 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 kind of Put my finger on, but like, if I was like, if I just had the ability to talk about, I would talk about how random moments in these traumatic experiences imprint themselves on your memory and on your psyche, and force you to really kind of question just the fucking logical relevance, the logical capacity of any of this shit. When y'all took this man to Burger King on the way to jail after killing nine people in the jail, while they was, I mean, in a, in a church while they was praying, hey, like, mine still be blown every single day. Simple stuff like that.
0: Hey, what's the slogan for Burger King? Have, have it, it your, your way. You yeah. can have it whatever you have, have it your way. Yeah. Have it My your God. way. I think that I think that that is like a great, like a great. You know what I'm saying? Like just kind of just. And when I say great in a very like ugly, beautifully illustrating the ugliness of America way. Like a white man can kill people and still go to Burger and King it's, and have it his way. Really,
1: I mean, just real quick for me, the way that I would respond to. It, any Fox News, I mean, it'd be Tucker Carlson nowadays, yeah, but yeah. I let Tucker know, like, listen, I know you don't understand, like, how white supremacy works, to. and you don't care, but that's why this type yeah. of shit happened, because of niggas like you, because you sit on these platforms, y'all, y'all, what they call them, race, racist dog whistles, mm-hmm. y'all sit here and play this game, and then they they eat it up. They eat it up, they radicalize And then these types of things happen So you, so of course you're going to sit here You're going to say it's not the guns, it's not white people Or whatever, but you can say that Because you're a white man yeah. on Fox News You have a platform The fact that you have a platform to yeah, sit yeah, here definitely. and say the type of shit that you say If we had a national platform The type of shit that we say, we, we've been saying right now To y'all It could never come out nope. it, the, the show just wouldn't be viable But you can become radicalized off of literally a cable news network. Basic cable news network. You don't even need the the, the good plat, the you know, the good package. you get if you get place. any you know what I'm saying they cable be news, hey. news at the damn
2: gym and i just
1: be like <laughs> I
0: was people I was This shit wild. Yeah. Hey Hey, you know what? I think, in, in, in closing about this, I think this, so uh, we're gonna call this the conscious shop, of course, about mass shooting. If I'm on Fox News and I had an opportunity to talk to him, I think I'm gonna try to say some, some kind of cool, poetic shit. Like in America, we have equal protection, equal protection under law, and every time something happens to a black person, we always talk about how the law is racialized. And y'all always say, no, it's not black people, the law is not racialized. And then I would talk about how black people always get killed for not complying, for talking back for having Skittles, for selling cigarettes you know what I'm saying, but showing how the dignity and the humanity of uh, an, a, a known white killer can get treated with the presumption of innocence until proven guilty, always already, regardless of what he did and what he, what happened how bloody he is, how many guns he's had and you'll give them the benefit of the doubt and you see me, you know what I'm saying in the street, you'll be more justified in murdering me because you fear for your life but somehow y'all never feel for y'all life when y'all are out of our actual killers.
2: Crazy.
0: Equal protection in the law. This has been the conscious shop. Holla at your boy, consciously. What well, we got a next?